if you ask me what have I, you know, what are the things that I've that I really take with me from the last weeks, and I know that there's still a lot of experiences to come, is uh, what we can achieve if we truly cooperate, um, if we work together, if we have a common objective, is remarkable. Hi everyone, welcome to Let's Talk Mercedes, the podcast by Mercedes-Benz. This is all about exciting topics like mobility, innovation, technology and much more. To open up new perspectives and to gain deeper insights, we meet experts from inside Mercedes-Benz and experts from all over the world. My name is Sarah Elsa, I'm your host and I'm looking forward to discovering the latest news and trends with you. So thank you for listening and now let's talk Mercedes. When it comes to mobility and technology, all eyes have always been on China and now even more so in the current situation. What we can learn about production, work routine and life in general, that's what we're talking about in this very first episode of Let's Talk Mercedes with the president and CEO of BBAC, Arno van der Merve. Welcome Arno and hi to China. Hi Sarah, great to be here, great to, to join you today. Uh, and to share our experiences huh? and what we have uh, what we have learned over the last weeks. Yeah, we're excited about that conversation. But before we talk about the current situation in China and how you managed the restart of the production and how you and your team experienced the corona crisis, let me quickly summarize what BBAC is. It is a joint venture between Daimler and BAIC Motor, and it's one of the largest production facilities of Mercedes-Benz passenger cars within the global production network of Daimler AG. Well, everyone can see an important role within the group, obviously. All the more, Arno, Thanks for taking time for doing this podcast. First and most important question, how are you? <laughs> um, we're good. I'm good. Uh, life in China has been, has been very exciting over the last weeks. Life in China is always exciting. Um, uh, it's, always, uh, it's always wonderful what one can experience here. But certainly, you know, with the difficulties and challenges that we've all experienced um, uh, over the last weeks, Uh, very exciting times, but I'm good. Family's good, um, and uh, yeah. And your team exciting is good. I, I had the chance to, to see them uh, in a Skype call right before, so they are really smiling right now. Um, Anna, we're not only talking about relevant topics with our guests; we also want to get to know them a little bit better. So mm. we have a little challenge in every podcast episode for our guest. Um, I'm going to start a sentence now and I'd like you to finish it. Are you ready for that uh -huh. game? Uh, we love challenges. <laughs> All right. Firstly, the most important thing I've learned during the Corona crisis is? <sighs> the power of unity. So can you explain it a little bit more? So there's, an, there's actually, you know, I mean, I've been three years in China now, so uh, many things, um, uh, you know, what one ever could experience and what I've learned over the last three years. One of the things uh, that you learn is, you know, we learn the language, we learn a little bit more about how China works, about different expectations, um, and uh, the Chinese word is uh, tuanjie. So this is the word unity, 
Um, but it's a very broad concept. You know, it talks about uh, about deep collaboration. It talks about um, uh, strong cooperation. And uh, if you ask me, what have I, you know, what are the things that I've that I really take with me from the last weeks? And I know that there's still a lot of experiences to come. Is uh, what we can achieve if we truly cooperate, um, if we work together, if we have a common uh, objective, uh, is remarkable. Yeah, let's see how the story of all the other countries will continue and will be rewritten. Um, next line. What I really miss about normal life, so the old normal life, is? Um, I miss, personally, I miss traveling. Yeah. It, has been, it has been a big change. And I think for many people, um, something to, to really get used to, uh, not to be able to travel freely. Uh, and I would imagine that's something that is shared uh, amongst many, many people globally. Um, and it brings you into, uh, into a new form of thinking, really. Uh, also about, um, about your connections, about the way you work, um, about the way you socialize. So if you, yeah, if you just say to me, what do I miss and what am I looking forward to? Uh, traveling. Yeah, that's a good one. I miss it uh, also. And I'm recognizing right now that we took everything for granted, that there's mobility every time, everywhere. And we took that for granted. So a new situation. I'm totally with you. Thirdly, Arno, um, and I'm very curious about your answer to that question. During the lockdown, I did something which I'd never done before. And that was... <laughs> Yeah, Sarah. So, um, you know, I think uh, I think this is going to be something. You know, a question that will keep the world busy um, for uh, for many months, for many years. Because if you look, and if you look at social media, um, all the Instagram challenges that have surfaced, um, you know, all the marathons that people are running around their houses, uh, you know, in terms of. Uh, you know, all their exercise routines. There's so many different things that are going on. So um, I can tell you it has been a, a very new experience for me to be so deeply immersed into a home office environment. So, um, and to be so closely connected uh, with the family during that home office environment. So these marathon Skype sessions, uh, you know, It's uh, that is something that has been for me really new. Spending uh, eight or nine or ten hours a day um, uh, on Skype—that's that's a new experience. I've never done that, and I have a a, a, whole, a whole new level of respect for what we can achieve with with home office, but also the challenges around that. Although we have to look at the world, and of course, we're looking to China. And in each episode, we pick a recent headline to discuss it. So we did some research and found this. At the beginning of April, Handelsblatt wrote, China's car market gives hope to Europe. The article was about the fact that the market in China seems to be slowly recovering. And this is an extremely important sign for the whole automotive industry. Um, do you also have the feeling that the car industry is recovering here? Yeah. So, you know, I think there are two, two views or maybe two things that one needs to consider when, you know, when answering that question or thinking about that. Firstly, um, I think we're all aware of the fact that um, it will take time for a recovery to a normal previous level. 
Um, and there are still many, many unknowns uh, in terms of global economic development um, and, uh, you know, um, what impacts that could still have on demand development. So, so that's the one aspect. The other aspect is, you know, what happens and what is our experience in the mid to short term? Uh, and how can we correlate our expectation versus what we experience now currently? So I can tell you just to, to, to give you a, you know, a feeling of the, of the process that we've been through. Uh, end of January, Chinese New Year. Directly after Chinese New Year, we went into a phase of, of, uh, of lockdown, of, um, of strict uh, implementation of prevention measures, processes that have to be defined. Uh, and we started production again around the 10th of February. So starting production and at the same time um, seeing uh, some movements taking place in demand is somehow synchronized. So, you know, we see how people are again engaging in economic activities, starting to to more or less move around, um, starting to, again, purchase uh, things and and being economically active. So when do you think there was a turning point in the situation? By the end of March, we were basically in a stabilized, normal operating mode. So not, and again, not quite at the levels that we would have expected without um, Uh, this impact, but certainly in a condition that is close to our normal operating mode. And, and if, we, if we look at where we are now, uh, we see um, a great confidence in the market. Sustainability is a question, and that depends on, the, on how the, you know, the economic development globally will go ahead and what we can expect from that. Um, but uh, right now, I can tell you, really, really encouraging high levels of interest in our in our dealerships um, <clears throat> high level of uh, of retail activity uh, we have uh, I, i feel i sense a uh, a vibrancy in the community more and more people on the streets now we're going to talk about how you made it i mean in germany mercedes um, has just started or restarted the production again and you started I think 10 weeks ago, uh, how did you manage it? The top priority was prevention. Uh, in in you know, all the discussions inside our company, with our stakeholders, with our supplier network, the first matter of the agenda was what do we need to do to make sure that our employees are safe? What do we need to make, do to make sure that we can control infection spread? So attitude, shared beliefs, um, setting the right agenda, uh, making sure that we have the right priorities. I mean, I have one image, you know, um, that will stay with me for a, for a very long time, uh, was <clears throat> practicing how we would open the production facility with people coming into the plant. So really having volunteers standing in front of the gate um, and and setting a process of how would we measure temperature, for example, it's applicable in some environments, in a controlled and organized manner, high level of common commitment uh, to getting these processes implemented, getting them working well. And then the last one, you know, that that I need to mention is, is a really a close cooperation on health monitoring, a close cooperation on, on 
contact and exposure tracking. Um, uh, this is uh, this is something that's been been very useful in this environment. Yeah, that's really a great example of how we can learn from that situation and how we can um, work together, even if there are really tough challenges out there. And speaking of challenges, we are just at the beginning. In Germany, a lot of companies are just restarting their production. Maybe we can learn something from you. Can you name some main challenges and how you handled it? What stands out for me, however, is is a very good alignment and an ongoing coordination uh, between industry partners, so OEM and supplier, uh, between government regulation and industry, to make sure that there is um, that step by step the activities that are in being implemented um, are aligned. And why do I say that? I think it's important for um, for for the community to. To have the same expectation, these um, attempts to to make sure that we're all um, behaving and acting in a similar way in how we deal with this needs to be needs to be aligned. And um, so, so that's one one important aspect. Another important aspect is to have the same expectation of of economic recovery. So, um, our experience, my experience, has been that we are very well served to take some time. Um, as part of a starter process to make sure that we practice the things that we are implementing and that we um, that we take the opportunity to make any improvements that need to be made in how people come to work, in um, how they engage, uh, so that um, once you know once you go uh, into the next level of activity, increasing volumes, uh, you know having more people at work, that um, that those things are sorted out. So um, aligning expectations, um, making sure there's good coordination between industry, uh, between um, government regulations, uh, other than all the things that we know already we have to be doing. Those, those are really important factors. There's, uh, of course, one topic where we shouldn't make that much mistakes, and that is safety. So can you tell us which uh, measures were implemented in the plan to ensure the team's, uh, to team members' safety? Yeah. So, um, like I said, we, we really made sure that we took this time during the shutdown period uh, to, to define all the processes that we have to define um, for a safe for a safe restart, um, you know the first response is always to say, you know, let's focus on how do we get back to work. But you have to turn that around. You have to first focus on how are you safe. So we very very quickly implemented. Um, let me say the basics. Uh, we implemented um, uh, a structured process of home office and a very structured process of ramping up the home office. Uh, or rather ramping it down. So what percentage occupation would we want to have in a building over time in order to ensure that that percentage occupation serves the purpose of preventing infection risk? Uh, we very rapidly implemented um, uh, safety around shared activities. So what are shared activities? Going to a canteen, uh, making sure that we have... Uh, separation in the canteens. Um, we have everybody facing in the same direction, for example, when they, when during mealtime, so that you have less uh, contact opportunity. Uh, we very rapidly implemented um, a communication process with our suppliers, 
Uh, we have many, many service providers um, uh, on site, part of our daily operations. Um, a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. You have to make sure that that is uh, spread amongst everybody. So completely sharing that information with our service providers, making sure that they understand our expectations uh, and that they, they match the pace at which we are implementing them. So we learned a lot from all the things you said and all the great insights you gave us. Uh, just to imagine, how is work and life right now? So is it from your side something which is running like normal or do you say you were in a situation which is, which is something in between? It's not the, the old normal, it's not the new normal, it's something in between or how can we imagine life and work in China right now? Mm. So it's a mix of things, you know, and again, mm, there are some short-term uh, short impact that we have to deal with and we have to process. Um, then there are some more mid-term, long-term things that we have to think about. The life inside China is, is returning to normal, has returned to normal. And I must say, I mean, the last, the last week or two weeks have been absolutely beautiful conditions, beautiful blue skies. Uh, really, the spring in China is a, is a time of renewal. Um, there are, you know, it's, uh, the trees are all in bloom. So there's a lot of hope and positiveness that comes with, with this life returning to normal. How does the new normal feel in professional life? So busy, very busy. I think in the midterm, long term, Uh, you know, there are, there are insecurities that we have to deal with. There's a lot of unknowns, a lot of questions uh, that is very difficult for anybody to answer at this point in time. And um, I think as leadership in these, in these large organizations, we have, we have, to, uh, we have to understand that that, um, that also creates some form of anxiety in our organizations. Um, and we have, uh, we have to stay close to that. We have to understand how that develops over time. Uh, we have to share uh, what information we can and what is appropriate. Um, we have to make sure uh, that we do not overreact to our immediate experiences. So this is not a time in which to take the experience from yesterday and apply that to the next three or four months, because the experience of tomorrow is most likely going to be a different one. So it really is a time for cool heads um, it's a time for uh, uh, making sure that we listen to our employees. It certainly is a time for empathy, I would say. You know, we have to, we have to talk with each other, but it's also um, a time for, uh, for giving people a perspective and hope. You know, we've been through, the world has been through many things. Um, this condition will pass and there will be new learnings and there will be Uh, a new start. It will come for sure. Uh, we just have to deal with the road um, that leads to, you know, to that, to that new and maybe hopefully even better uh, condition. So the new normal is full of change and learnings. Thank you so much, Arno, for this great conversation, for all those insights you gave us. And of course, for all the hope you gave us as well with your analysis of the situation, I can say like that. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you for the time. Much appreciated. It was wonderful to spend it with you. Thanks to our audience for listening to the very first episode of Let's Talk Mercedes. Take care, everyone. Stay healthy and See you next time.